Welcome to the Beauties in Business podcast. This show is geared towards women in the beauty industry who want more, more income, more freedom, more fulfillment. Because school will teach you the basics, but if you want to truly thrive in this industry, you need to be a go-getter and be business savvy. My name is Callie Stewart, and it is my goal and my passion to build you up so that you can have the career you've always dreamed of. If you're ready, let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Beauties and Business Podcast. This is your host, Callie Stewart. As always, we have to have a discussion. If you're listening to this in real time, then you know that last week I missed uploading an episode. And let me tell you the drama that was last week. I sat down to record the episode that you guys are going to listen to today. And when I sat down to record, I pulled up the program that I use to edit and record and store all of my episodes. And it so politely told me that it was starting to use a different recording system. And I said, okay, scary, but let's try it out. And there is no ounce of exaggeration coming from me when I say that I sat at my computer for four hours trying to figure out this new recording system and how I was going to transfer like my intros and my promos and previously recorded content to the new platform along with how to even record on the new platform. The best way I can describe what this new system looks like is we all know how to drive a car, right? And if you get into like another car, you could probably figure out how to drive that car. You might not know what like what all the buttons do, right? So that's kind of what I anticipated. This new system threw a bitch to the wind, really. Um, it would be like you know how to drive a car, but imagine you got landed in the main seat of a pilot driving a 737 aircraft. You'd be like, what in the absolute fuck do all these buttons do? And which way is up and which way is down? And that's the only way I can think of how to describe that experience. So, I did my best. You know, guys, you know what I'm all about? I'm all about being positive. I'm all about finding your way when new things come about. I'm all about getting through. No matter what obstacle comes through, we're pushing through. So I was like, okay, two hours into trying to figure out this new platform, you bet. I'm still going to record an episode because I have listeners and I take pride in the fact that I upload every Friday at 6.30 a.m. I will record an episode. So I did such, recorded an episode, and then it took 40 minutes for that episode to download onto my computer, which was frustrating to say the least, but it finally eventually uploaded and um, I figured out when I listened to it back 
my headspace was already, okay, we're using a new platform. Um, I had addressed in the podcast that it was going to be a little bit different. I didn't know if it was going to sound good. I didn't know what the sound quality was. I wasn't going to be able to use my same intro, but either way, I was pushing the podcast out to you guys proudly. And when I went to record it and upload it and I listened to the first little bit, to my surprise, I found out that it stops recording every 45 seconds. I'm not sure if this is like a feature that I can turn on or off. I've been watching some YouTube videos on how to use this new platform. Anyways, long story short, I spent four hours for literally nothing. And this is where I'm going to be real vulnerable, honest, and you guys are going to see that um, even the most positive people can have a little bit of human emotion. And it's okay to um, fill your fills for a second because that night for out. For about an hour and a half, I was just grumpy. I was irritated. I had wasted four hours and I wasn't even able to give you guys the content. I felt defeated that I was letting you guys down by not producing the content. And I was super frustrated that I had no idea this new platform was coming and I had to just figure it out. So that leads me to today. I sit down fully prepared to endure this new adventure and the gods have blessed me with the old platform yay until june so i have some research to do and i am fully confident in myself that i will figure out the new platform and i will it will be better than ever and i have high hopes it just is going to take a little bit of education a little bit of twists and turns there might be a learning curve just like there was with this platform so bear with me in the upcoming months as i learn this new process but i sincerely apologize you guys i dropped the ball um i did everything in my power to produce the content to you guys but by the time um, I figured out that it hadn't recorded the podcast that like I anticipated it was already 10 o'clock at night and I was emotionally exhausted. I felt defeated. Um, there were definitely thoughts in my mind of like, why do I even do this podcast? Um, should I just quit? Um, just like we have. And I'm sharing that with you guys because if you are in the beauty industry as I assume you are. We all have these moments. Um, and in this time, this specific example that I'm giving, something did trigger those emotions. But sometimes it's just little things that pile up and pile up and pile up until it's just this ginormous thing. And then all of a sudden you just have snowballed into why the hell you have chosen this career. Why didn't you just choose a regular nine to five with a steady paycheck that we all know is safe, secure, and who the hell do we think we are going out on our own and doing a beauty business? Um, we've all had those feelings and trust me, I get them too. So thanks for being patient with me, guys. I have an amazing episode that I can't wait to share with you guys right now. Okay, let's be real honest. We could all use a little bit more money right? No matter who you are in this economy with this inflation, we can all use a little bit more money. So I'm going to tell you three ways you can increase your income without raising 
your prices. There's been times in my life where I felt like raising my prices just wasn't the right thing for me in that moment. I'm not, of course, anti-raising your prices. You can do it once a year. You can do it six months. Do whatever you vibe with. But there's been times for me, and I'll give this specific example. I'll give this specific example of back um, when in 2023, maybe the end of 2022, when inflation got super high, um, like eggs were like six dollars, and it was when gas prices were astronomical, um, and we weren't adjusted. I feel like now nothing's really gone down in price, but we're all pretty much adjusted to how much cost of living costs now. Um, but this was back when it was first introduced, right? And everyone at the salon that I was working with was raising their prices to adjust their budgets to our ever evolving economy. But for me, I could not justify raising my prices because when I took a step back outside of being just a business owner and just providing this service and into who I am as a person, I was feeling it too. We all were feeling it. And 100%, I could have raised my prices. It had been a year since I had done a price increase. So I was fully, it was my time. It just didn't quite sit right. So I didn't raise my prices. And of course it was tempting. And of course I felt like a dumbass because everyone else in the salon was getting a little bit more money. But for me, I really took pride in the fact that everything else around surrounding my clients were it was all raising. I took pride in the one thing that was staying stable during such a hectic time. And looking back now, am I fucking glad that I did that? Because the four months later, I ended up moving 30 minutes away into my own suite. And honestly, over 98% of my clientele followed me, which is absolutely amazing. I think they say for every like five miles you move, you lose like three to four clients. And I maybe in the process lost a handful. I maybe lost at most six clients moving 30 minutes away. So, and a lot of my clients verbally thanked me for not raising my prices. They saw all the signs in the salon going up that their prices were increasing. And I said, mine aren't. And I had many clients thank me. And um, to this day, they told me that like they knew I wasn't gouging my prices in a time where I could have done that. Um, I'm not saying, now don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that you can't raise your prices during hard times. For me, in that exact moment, it was not right for me. So I had to come up with a couple of different ways that I could increase my income without actually raising my prices. And I think you guys are going to get a lot of value from every single one of these topics. So I have three topics for you. And the first one is going to be your speed. 
So the time it takes for you to perform your service, there's an episode about two episodes back where I dive straight deep into this and how much focus and I give you details on if you should or should not focus on how long it takes you to provide your service. However, for today's topic, one way to increase your income is to increase your speed. Um, Before I go into this specific bullet point, it should go without saying that never, ever, ever should you cut the quality of the service you are giving. So if the only way for you to cut down your speed right now is for you to cut corners and give a less quality service, it's not an option. You, with practice and with time and with knowledge on your products and the more you play with your products, you can get faster and faster and faster. You start to learn that um, muscle memory and you just get quicker and quicker as you do things. So if you're at a certain spot in your career, you can start timing yourself to what you could narrow down and how you could increase your time. I gave the example, but I'm going to give it again. Um, I used to take four clients a day at an hour and 45 minute appointment slots. When I switched to a new product, I was able to manipulate it faster, meaning that my clients were able to come in and out the door um, an hour and 15 to an hour 30 appointment time. So I was cutting at least 15 minutes off of every client. Of course, without cutting any corners, just simply by introducing this new product that worked better with me as a service provider. With cutting 15 minutes off of each client, I was able to work the same amount every single day, but squeeze in an extra person. So without actually raising my prices, I was able to take five more clients every single week without calculating costs of product and costs of what it takes to run my business. That's a minimum of extra $300 a week that I was able to bring in just by increasing my time. So it's definitely something to consider. But this next one's going to be something that I don't talk about often, but it will help you. We're going to talk about the next bullet point is branding and marketing. We're referring to your website, your Instagram, any other social media platform that you use. If you do email services, how you market yourself and how you brand yourself is not only what's going to initially draw your customers in, but it's what's a eventually going to seal the deal. If one of your current clients refers someone to you, that's amazing. First off, that means you're doing something great. However, that friend that they referred is definitely going to look you up on Instagram and see if you're worth a shit. And then from there, and depending on how you display yourself and how you market yourself, they're just going to analyze a couple of different things about you. It may not just be the service that you offer, but they're going to analyze you as a person, kind of like speed dating, and they're going to see if you guys are a good vibe for each other. So make sure that your branding and your marketing really represents who as you, you, who you are as a person. Also, Instagram's free. 
I know it's really intimidating to put your face out there and I know it feels stupid and funny, but the more you can pull your personality into your Instagram and your website, and the more you can show your face, the more your clients are going to feel a connection with you and the more that they are going to trust you. And if you've ever read a marketing book, trust is the number one thing that marketers go for because no one's going to give money to someone that they don't trust. There's a thousand Neltex in the world. Why should that person choose to come to me? Hopefully it's because I've represented myself well enough on my Instagram that they feel that they can trust me and therefore they can feel like they can spend their hard earned money on my service. So don't underestimate the power of free marketing with your social media. Websites can cost up to thousands of dollars. Um, I know you can do little ones with um, websites here and there and they can look immaculate. So don't discard that as well. But I really want to encourage you to start talking to your Instagram. Start showing your face a little more on your stories. You don't have to be 100% confident. Just start building that relationship and that connection with your following because it will draw more people in, which will fill your books up quicker, which will increase your bank account. Every single person has cringy posts. If anyone judges you for it, it's because they're insecure about something that they're doing or they're not doing anything and you're trying to do something. We can't let opinions of Becky in high school stop us from building this beauty business that we want. So stop letting the fake critics stop your business from growing, okay? The next topic is going to be my favorite one. Turn it up all the way. Get in real close. Girl, get rid of bad clients. I'm not talking about personality. We don't 100% jive with every single person that sits in our chair because we're all humans and everyone's connection is a little different. So I'm not talking about personality wise. What I'm talking about is your aunt Susie who still expects you to give her a free service because she's your aunt Susie. It's time to get rid of her. Or your best friend that you're giving 50% off to simply because you're best friends, not cutting it anymore. You will get to a point in your business where you are so busy that every single time slot matters. So if you're giving your best friend that 50% off, that could have been filled with someone who was more than willing to pay full price for your service, let alone Aunt Susie, who's getting her service for free. You're giving away your time, your product, and that space to someone that doesn't fully want to pay your prices. Just because they're family doesn't mean they have to come to you. If they can't afford your prices, that's okay. It's nothing on you, it's nothing on them. You both just part ways and you simply fill that spot with someone who's able to fill or able to pay full prices. I've made this mistake. 
I used to do grandfather pricing. I had two or three clients that I kept at a $30 fill price for about a year. Um, and it got to the point that I raised my prices to $35 to $40, $45. And I still had three clients in my chair that were paying a $30 fill price. So not only did it make me dread when those clients came in because I knew I wasn't making as much money on them as I was making with the client before and the client after, but it's also not fair to the client before and the client after who is paying full price. You can still show gratitude to people that have been coming to you for a long time without giving them that grandfather price or giving them a huge friend and family discount. My family comes to me. I have a grandma, a sister-in-law, and my own mother who all come to me. And I've shared this before on the podcast, but I'll share it again as well. Every single one of them pays full price for my service. How I do this is I refuse to accept a tip from them. This is easy for me to be able to still charge them full price and still know that I am making the anticipated income and the same income that I'm making for all of, from all of my other clients, but I don't let the awkwardness of having them tip me get in the way. And 100% it is awkward to tell my sister-in-law that she has to pay me full price, but if she doesn't want to come to me, then she doesn't have to come to me and same for the other family members. And I also wanna skip it back to those three clients that I had years ago when I did the grandfather pricing. As I said, it got to the point where I was dreading that they were coming to me or dreading that I had their appointment coming up rather, and it wasn't fair to my other clients as well. So I understood that I needed to send a hard text. And I told them, I appreciated them for how much they've supported me and how much they have helped me grow. But I was to a point that I no longer could offer a $30 fill. And starting at their next service, I was going to have to charge them a $45 fill, which was my current prices at that time. And out of those three people, I had two of them leave. They both responded back and said, I can't justify a $15 increase. I'm going to have to find someone else. And of course, in that moment, I was like, what in the hell did I just do? I just lost two clients that have been coming to me forever. Two clients that I know and I really like. Two clients that I've built a connection with that have been with me from the beginning. But at the same time, I was able to replace them with people that are willing to pay that full $45 price. It was a hard text to send. So if you haven't put yourself in that situation yet, good. Don't do it. It's not worth it because you eventually will regret it. There's other ways to thank your clients for coming to you. If you have put yourself in that situation, it's time to cut those clients. It's not their fault that they're there, 
It's your fault because you're the one that has given them that discount. They're not entitled to it. They don't deserve it. You have simply let it happen. So you are able to take it back. And if you lose them, that's okay. We are all here to make money at the end of the day. Our clients just aren't a money-making machine. It's okay to develop connections. It's okay to love our job. And it's okay to make money from our job. I hope you guys found so much value in this episode. If you did, feel free to share with a friend. And I, of course, will talk to you guys next week. Bye.